Okay, and welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Guy podcast. You know, I've been thinking we need a theme song or some theme audio to start things off. One of my favorite films, horror films, is Fright Night, starring the great Roddy McDowell, Susan Sarandon. I'm sorry, Chris Sarandon. Sorry about that, Chris. I don't think they're related, too. Anyway, Chris Sarandon and Roddy McDowell. And if you guys know the story, it's a wonderfully comedic, but very serious as well, and frightening vampire story. And the reason I bring it up is because Roddy McDowell plays a character called Peter Vincent, a vampire slayer, uh, like Buffy, like Van Helsing. And he has a TV show, and it's uh, it's Fright Night, but they pronounce it as Fright Night. <laughs> and I do love it. So maybe maybe we'll get someone out there to do a do a sci-fi guy or something something similar. But let's start to pursue our topic here. What the hell is sci-fi anyway? What is it? You know, it's a lot of things, right? It's a whole lot of things. And as usual, we can't escape the technology that we're employing all around us all the time. And that is, of course, the Wikipedia. Let's read. Let me read. Science fiction is a genre of speculative fiction that typically deals with imaginative and futuristic concepts such as advanced science and technology, space exploration, time travel, parallel universes, and extraterrestrial life. It has been called the literature of ideas, and it often explores the potential consequences of scientific science, social, and technological innovation. It can trace its roots back to ancient mythology, and it is related to fantasy, horror, and superhero fiction, and contains many subgenres. Its exact definition has long been disputed among authors, critics, scholars, and readers. Thank you. My point exactly. What is sci-fi? It's so many things. I've been uh, really enjoying a rewatch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. And I've, it's really hard to come up with a better exploration of the supernatural but end of science fiction. You know, you look at how Buffy started... She's just, you know, Giles the Watcher, you're the chosen one, vampire supernatural. As the series, you know, revs along, and then with its spinoff Angel, much more science, science fiction is introduced. They battle androids, aliens, cybernetic Frankenstein sort of beasts. And of course, you know, we'll get to it a little later, but Frankenstein, one of the great examples of science fiction, but sci-fi horror. It's science fiction, but it's incredibly disturbing, it's horrific, it's scary. So it's, you know, you can be, you can talk about its horror roots and its uh, power. Certainly it's, it's horror, uh, you know, explorations. Alien, there's another one, the great movie Alien, Ridley Scott. That, is it science fiction or horror? I, I think a couple months ago, some writer said, oh, it's not horror or something, you know, uh, or not science fiction. I think he said it's not horror. Bottom line is, uh, it's both. I mean, right, if something's set in space and it's futuristic, it can't be scary. You know, what? what is its main sort of thrust, right? What is its main purpose? To scare you, to make you think, uh, you know, all of the above. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I watch Alien now, even to today, 
And there are things that I still am finding about the the ship, you know, uh, the the the, uh, the android, uh, you know, that uh, that uh, you know uh, betrays them and such. There's all these things, mother. The, the great, you know, uh, ship's computer and how Ripley at the end screaming, mother, you know, there's so many elements. But again, what is it? All right, so I just read from the, the Wikipedia, even scholars disagree, even scholars dispute it. What is it exactly? Now you look at Star Trek, of course, and Star Trek is what? Is it is it space opera? Is it space Western? Is it sci-fi Western? Whatever. Is it hard? I think it's hardcore sci-fi. Many, many times it is. It's more, say, a space opera or an adventure more so. But you look at the Vulcans, you look at how, how you know, well they treat science and seriously. And that's the thing with science fiction. I think ultimately it's not just the, the foundation and the, uh, you know, the hardcore scientific or science theories, but it's how seriously it's treated. You know, you look at sort of Flash Gordon, like old Buck Rogers of Lost in Space, they didn't really treat science seriously. It was much more adventure. It was much more space space opera western, where Star Trek, I think, it has a nice blend. Star Wars, what? Is it more fantasy fairy tale? Is it more sort of an adventure, knights in shining armor, with laser swords, with lightsabers, and then the force of the Jedis, and, you know, you know either do or do not. There is no try, as Yoda would say, you know. But the, the bottom line to it is we love our sci-fi, right? That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. That's why you read my Substack. We love our science fiction. We love our sci-fi. And it, and it really, you know, connects and delves into so many things. Look at the Twilight Zone. I mean, I was pretty much, you know, raised and I grew up with Twilight Zone, with The Outer Limits, then Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman, and of course, Star Trek. Those, that's my real introduction to, to, to science fiction. And then I would read like Edgar Allan Poe, for example, and he's credited as being one of the earliest sci-fi writers. One of my favorite of all, I mean, you know, Murders in the Blue Morgue, there's many Poe stories which can, you know, delve and connect to science fiction. I love the facts in the case of M. Valdemar. If you've never read it, it's just, it's chilling, but it's also, you know, scientifically stimulating. It's about a man who's held at the point of death before he actually dies through hypnosis. So through this mesmerism and hypnotic trance, the uh, hypnotist is not letting him die. And, you know, it's, it is fiction, science fiction, but it makes you think the idea, the power of something like hypnosis, could it actually stave off certain things? We know it can control pain. We know it can help you maybe drop a few pounds, quit smoking, gambling, and such. So could it do something with death itself? And that's the beauty of, I think, the best sort of science fiction. I was reading over a critique, an analysis of you know, Poe's work at the time, and all the major writers of the time contacted Poe after he wrote the facts in the case of M. Valdemar, and they loved it. They praised it. One of the true, true masterpieces of Edgar Allan Poe. All right. This ends another episode of the Sci-Fi Guy, or should we go Sci-Fi Guy podcast? I got to get some uh, some real good uh, sound engineer to help me with that, and maybe we'll attach it to the next show. I want to thank you guys for listening once again, and we'll be back soon.